Hello everyone, the clip you're about to hear is from one of our exclusive Patreon episodes on a recent horror release, and just like all of our other episodes, it might include major spoilers for said horror release, so don't listen to it if you haven't already seen it. You've officially been warned. And if you'd like to hear the full episode, just head on over to patreon.com slash horrorqueers and subscribe today. Without further ado, here is your exclusive Patreon clip. But yeah, no, I, I'm right here. It is surreal. And I was trying to explain why. Because you know, there are things I have problems with in the movie. There are things I don't like. And we'll talk about them when we go through the plot. But honestly, it was the thing where I was like, I have lived the past 11 years of my life with the ending of Scream 4 being essentially mm-hmm. the status quo for this franchise. Yeah. And because for like, you know, like a kind of a lukewarm reception, I've spent a lot of those 11 years protecting that film and standing up for that film as a mm-hmm. view. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, the first time I watched this, it was a blur. Like I, I registered everything I was seeing, but I wasn't processing everything yeah. I was seeing. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to say I liked it more on a second viewing, but I accepted it more in a second viewing because that's yeah. the thing, right? Like <laughs> You had to meet the film where it was at, not like, oh, my God, meet me at my 11 years worth of expectations. Yes, what? Well, absolutely, right? 11 years of expectations. And, and again, when we go through the production history of, like, again, the 11 years of how this film even got here, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's almost like if someone close to you has died and 10 years later for some reason they're back in your life but they're different yeah like that's what this experience was like for me so i i'm i yes (laughs) it was just very very surreal i but i'm glad i got to see it i'm glad it's out i'm glad we're finally able to talk about it i'm glad you were able to see it Mm -hmm. but yeah i mean i'm sure we will have lots to discuss yeah, I will say to you, I mean, you you teased it off the top that this is going to be like a regular episode. We are going to go into it. There's going to be spoilers. But this was also one of the first films in a very long time where I couldn't be spoiled. Like, I recognize my privilege. Mm-hmm. I recognize the classism associated with the fact that I traveled to another fucking province and yeah. had the money to do so to go and see a movie. I think it's a bit of a fun, ridiculous story for me to tell. But at the end of the day, it's also like, this was a movie that I just could not have spoiled for me on the internet. Like, I didn't care about Halloween. I don't care about The Conjuring. (laughs) Not in that way, right? Like, if I learned details, I would be fine with it. This was a film that I had been waiting for for so long. I had to see it for myself, and I didn't want any part of that experience to be ruined. And I managed to mostly get away. I had an Easter egg spoiled for me because, God bless you, someone emailed it to us, and I happened to see it when I was scheduling a tweet, and I was like, motherfucking hell, okay, but it was a small one. (laughs) Yeah, luckily, because it doesn't play any part in the plot, right? Honestly, it's easter egg right yes correct i missed that on a first viewing until bloody disgusting lead critic and former guest megan navarro messaged me and was like oh did you see the easter egg and i was like no mm-hmm. but when you know to look for it <laughs> it's, it's there. Right there yeah in an interview with bloody disgusting no less so bloody disgusting is canon in the scream universe Woohoo! <laughs> we'll take it 